welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a glorious day. Another day of divine visitation, another day of laughter. This is how the Bible puts it in Psalm. It says that this is the day that the Lord (laughs) has made. Hallelujah! Amen. Amen. This is the day. In the verse 22, it says that the stone which the builders have re, uh, re, builders rejected has become the chief corner stone. The stone which the builders rejected have become the chief corner stone. This is the doing of the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. And look at the next verse. This is the day. So this is the day to see the doing of the Lord. What the builders have rejected. God is about to prove that he's still in the business of changing testimonies. And he's doing it in ways that normal people and others will not consider. They won't consider the means of God. They won't consider coming on meetings like this, coming on uh, virtual services like this. It's not part of their thinking. It's not part of their planning, programming, desire. But guess what? God is going to use this same means because this is the doing of the Lord. The stone which the builders rejected have become the chief cornerstone. And he says that this is the day, the day for God to prove his faithfulness, (laughs) the day for God to put laughter in somebody's mouth. This is the day the Lord has made and we shall be glad in it. Somebody lift up your right hand and shout, this is my day. This This is my day. No, 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 wait, wait. You don't have to say it if you are not expecting anything from God. All right. So if you are just watching, okay, you can just watch. But if you're actually participating, partaking, taking part of the goodness of God, if you are expecting a touch from God, if you are expecting a blessing from God, if you are expecting something from God, then it's a simple instruction. Lift up your right hand and say or shout, this is my day. This This is is my my day. day. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We will rejoice in it. That's why we don't have to be, we don't have to let what is going on make us sad because this is our day. A day of rejoicing, a day of celebrating, is a day of joy. In the book of Second Kings chapter seven, when the prophet said, tomorrow by, uh, tomorrow by this time, food will be cheap. And then the verse 2, the king's right-hand man didn't believe. He said, it will happen, but you will see it. And there were, I think from verse 4, there were lepers at the gate. 
and they said if we sit here we will die if we go we will die so they got up early in the morning at twilight and started making their way towards their enemies and as they went bible says that the god the lord caused the enemies to hear the uh, noise of great armies and they said israel has hired themselves some dangerous armies they, they began to flee they fled for their lives and as they went they left their booty and then these lepers four lepers they went into the camp and they found there was so much food they ate and ate lepers in golden chain they wore some gold they put some on their necks and then they went and hit some and they said listen this thing is too much more than we can carry and then this is where i want you to know it says that they said this is a this day is a day of good news <laughs> no you didn't get it i'm talking about you that's what they said they said this day is a day of good news and we remain silent no you can't be silent we can't be silent <laughs> We can't be silent. If we wait until the morning, some punishment will come on us. So therefore, let us go and tell everybody, come, come, come. Let's go to the king. Please come and enjoy. He said, we can't remain silent. The, I think King James said, it is a day of great tidings. <laughs> this, this is a day of good tidings. This is a day. I'm telling you, this is your day. This is, uh, uh, this is a day of good tidings. This is a day of good news. So you don't have any re any reason to be sad, to be down, to be morose for the for the enemy to make you feel like your future is not good. The devil is a liar because of it doesn't matter. Maybe you felt bad and sad about what happened in the past, what happened yesterday, but because of today, what is about to happen has changed. Hallelujah! Amen. This makes you feel like dancing and giving the Lord some praise, giving the Lord some praise because today is a day of good news. Today is a day of great tidings. If you believe you are the one I'm talking about, lift up your hand and shout, this is my day. This, this is, is my, my day. day. Today, 8th, 8th of February. Woo, woo. It's, it's more than a wedding day for somebody. Woo, I am telling you, this is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Yesterday, I made us understand that the Lord said, if someone comes to ask you for something and you have it, don't say go, I'll do it tomorrow. So God won't tell you that you don't do that and he will do that. He's trying to tell us that if you ask him for something and it's due you, he, the Lord, will do it for you. And I see God doing it colorfully, very beautifully, very gloriously for somebody. If you are that person, shout, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is here visiting somebody. God is here putting laughter in somebody's mouth. God is here turning, turning it around, turning somebody's captivity around. And I know you are the very person that my words are describing. You are the very person. Yes, I know it. It doesn't matter who doesn't believe. Who They might not think it is you. No problem. It's their problem. But you know in your heart, you know that this is the encounter you have been waiting for. This is the encounter. This is the encounter. Tonight, day, 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 uh, uh, day number 15, I'm telling you, 
Tonight is your night. It's your night of supernatural turn around. It's your night of supernatural acceleration. It's your night of supernatural vindication. It's your night of supernatural intervention. It's your night of divine encounters. In Jesus' mighty name, shout a living amen. Amen. We simply, we are genuinely grateful to God. As I was sharing yesterday, when it is your day, God will not postpone it. And when your faith says yes, God will not say no. Jesus told the woman, it is not yet time. The woman said, but my daughter needs your help. I need it now. I need it now. Jesus said, wow, I'm not seeing faith like this. In spite of what I'm saying, you kept pushing. I see God doing it for somebody. I see God doing it for somebody. I see God doing it for somebody today. He's doing it today. This is the day that the Lord has made. In the book of Luke chapter 13, a certain woman who was bowed 12 years and he couldn't, she couldn't lift up herself. She was like this for 12 years. 12 years. Sorry, for 18 years. For 18 years, she couldn't lift up herself. 18 good years. And Jesus was in the synagogue. He was teaching. And now they are watching if he will, see, he will heal her. Jesus told the woman, woman, be healed from your infirmity from infirmity and then she was straight away immediately straight away she was made whole immediately she received her healing somebody's receiving an immediately testimony in the name of jesus and then they started murmuring and complaining that why is jesus healing on the sabbath they started accusing the woman rather the rulers of the synagogue answered with indignation they said uh, because jesus has healed on the sabbath and said to the crowd you guys there are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed on them, not on a Sabbath day. You see what religion can make out of a person? Religion can make you become so wicked. When people are dying, you don't even feel it. You, that, that's why people are killing in the name of religion. They will kill you. If you like, you draw a cartoon that doesn't see them. They will kill you. They will kill you and be shouting, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how evil. Satan always uses religion. That's why we just have to have a, a personal living relationship with Jesus. So Christianity is not a religion. It's a living relationship. That's why you do not have to um, wear a particular type of regalia for your prayer to work. You don't need to have a certain posture in prayer. You don't need to face Jerusalem for your prayer to work. <laughs> If you are in the plane and it's about to crash, how would you remember where uh, Jerusalem? <laughs> so you don't need to face anywhere. You just have to pray. You can pray in your bedroom. You can pray in the church. You can pray in your uh, toilet. You can pray in the kitchen. You can pray in the garage. You can pray in your garden. You can pray in your car. You can pray at your office. You can pray anywhere. You can pray anywhere. And you don't have to only kneel praying. You can stand praying. You can lie praying. You can cross your leg praying. You, 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 can, you can have a pose praying. You can, you, you can face, lie on the floor face down praying. You can, you can lie like this uh, praying. You, you can roll on the... I mean, you, you can... You, it is, there's no hard and fast 
rule to reach because God is a spirit. God is a spirit and those who worship him must do it in spirit. So in prayer, you have to check in before you pray. Check in. All right. Check in before you can pray. So that is why uh, Christianity is not just a religion with sets of norms. You have to tick a box. You have to, the only box you have to tick is the Christ box. Make sure Christ is in you. That's all. And you are in Christ. That's all. That's the only box that's needed. All the other things, once you are in Christ, flow. Once you are in Christ, just flow. And being in Christ then will make you do certain things. It will make you being in Christ. That's why I said, for the love of Christ constrains us. So we are not doing some things as a result of law because we are not called to keep the law, the commandments. No, we are not called to keep the commandments because Christ is the end of the law to all those who believe in the book of Galatians. So when you are in Christ, you don't need the law. Christ is the end. As soon as you come into Christ, the law doesn't have a demand on you. In other words, the law is the, is God's demand. The Romans chapter 10, rather. For Christ is the, I taught a whole message on this, I think a year ago or something. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to those who believe. So to appear right before God, you don't, those days you need laws to tick this box, to tick this box, to tick this box. But in Christ, you don't need any box to tick. Do you know why? Because you are not an alien in Christ. You are no more far. You are actually in Christ. And so Christ is in you and he expresses himself. He's in us, we are in him. It's such a beautiful union. He who is joined to the uh, spirit, is to the Lord, is one spirit with him. First Corinthians chapter um, um, 6 verse, I think, 17 or so he who is joined he who is joined to the lord you are one one spiritually you are one with the lord he who is joined so once you are born again he who is joined to the law is one and so bible says that the law the law which we couldn't fulfill because it is the standard of god god sent forty son god said okay i give you the law to keep i know you can't keep it that the law is god's demand on man and then god himself came to meet his own demands and he said come once you put your faith in me and you live in me and you live if i live my life through you you have met all my requirements that's grace grace god make the law of god makes demands which we cannot keep how can you tell god you bring your charge i'll pay are you sure you can do that how can you meet the demands of god no you we can't meet it and so god himself comes to meet the demands of god for us and then when he finish he transfers it into our credit so when you are in christ therefore if any man be in christ he is a new creation the old as fast this is just basic christianity 101 i'm just showing you how different christianity is from religion christianity is not a religion because christianity is in christ once you are in christ that's all there's only one box to tick christ himself has ticked all the boxes and then when you are in him is the end of the law because you are in faith that is why we are not justified by the works of the law but we are in the sight of god galatians chapter 3 verse 11 he says for the, the fact that no one can be justified by the law is evident but that no man 
is justified by the law in the sight of God. How can you say, God, you bring your church, I'll pay. You can't do it. It's evident that none can be justified. We can't meet God's standard. It's evident. For, for the just shall live by faith. All right. So now that we are no longer those of us in Christ, verse 10, those of us in Christ, I am already pretty, you know, for as many, watch this, for as many as are of the works of the law are under a curse. Ah! If you decide to, okay, let me walk by the commandments of God, the commandments Moses gave, which is in summary is called the Ten Commandments. If I'm going to live by that, you are under a curse. How? How? I remember when I was in secondary school, Father Alphonse, Father Alphonse, the chaplain of our school, he said his ten, ten commandments are ten. At least, even if you do six, it's past mark. That's the lie of the devil. That's the, you can't tell, policeman doesn't stop you driving and going through red lights, and he stops you, and he says, sir, there have been about 20 red lights, hey, traffic lights. I've waited, I've done green, green, green. This is the only red light I've gone. So he allowed me to go. No, 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 no. Every break of a red light is red light. If a woman has a uh, pearl necklace, you know, pearl necklace, and then or chain, it's just a series of connected chains, and you break one, the whole thing is useless. It's no more a chain. It's no more a necklace. Once it's broken at one point. So if you break, the, if you keep according to the book of James, if you keep the law and you break it at one point, you are guilty of all. You are broken all. Because as soon as you break it at one point, all the pearls will flow and fall. So breaking the law at one point, you keeping it all and break it at one point, you are, you are said, whoever shall keep the whole law and stumble, stumble, in one point is guilty of how many the whole law and so your gossiping makes you guilty of everything including adultery for the everything yeah it's just it's serious breaking it at one point is so can you imagine if you are going to now relate with god based on how well you keep the law you will be in trouble ah pastor you know this is what i'm saying when you are born again then you don't have to keep law you just have to live free and enjoy no no if you are born again he that is born of god cannot continue in sin so you are born of god but you are so much your faith is so much in christ your faith in christ doesn't even have room for sin if there is room for sin, it's not pure faith. It's fake faith. <laughs> it's fake, fake, fake. Your faith is phony. It's fake. If you are accommodating sin comfortably, because faith and sinning, not sin, sinning, faith and sinning don't go hand to hand. They are not, they, 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 are, they are mutually exclusive. They are not brothers. Faith and anyone who is walking in sin cannot live by faith. Hey, you can't live by faith and walk in sin. You can't live by faith and walk in sin. You can't live by faith. And so if you are waiting for law, God is not telling you meet this law. But when you are in Christ, you are not walking in the flesh. That's what it is. So it's not a law you are trying to meet. Maybe the law might not even cover something that you might be thinking about. That's what Jesus said. It is said in the law that if you commit a, a, adultery, you have sinned. Oh, yeah, he said, if you, thou shalt not commit adultery. Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. Jesus said, it is said in the law that whoever shall, shall commit adultery, um, said, you have heard it, it is said that, uh, oh, you shall not commit adultery. But Jesus said, now I'm telling you the truth. I say that whoever looks at pornography has actually been fornicated. Yes, you see? If you, it's there. You, 
You are not reading your Bible. That's why you are doing that thing. Look, I say unto you, that whoever looks at a woman to last, that means that whether you are a woman watching men to last or you are a woman watching women to last, whoever <laughs> to last uh, for her already committed adultery with her. And so some people are here. They know all the porn stars. You have been, hey, you have been with them heavy because you have been, oh my goodness. Thank you, oh Jesus. God. I don't know how I'm preaching these things. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, so. What I'm trying to say is that in the, the law of, when it comes to Christ, the law of the spirit, the, life, the, the law of the spirit of life, which sets us free from the law of sin of death, it gives us the ability. I am no longer a slave to sin, for you are no longer under the, sin can no longer have dominion over you. Why? Because you are not under the normal law. You are operating under the, or uh, by the influence of the law of the spirit, if you are born again. is the law, is that law of the spirit that makes you feel uncomfortable in breaking the law of God, uncomfortable in disappointment. Pointing Jesus, uncomfortable in Jesus even telling you, Jesus said, raise this microphone, and then you, you didn't raise it. You have disobeyed Jesus, but there's no law that says that that shall raise a microphone or that shall uh, not raise a microphone. There's no law. But when you are walking with Jesus, then he begins to speak to you. The Spirit of God himself bears witness with our spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. Romans chapter 8 verse 16. The Spirit of God himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God, the children of God. The witness is in your spirit. So God will be speaking to you in your inner man. As he speaks to you in your inner man, you don't live according to the flesh, but you live according to the spirit. You flow with Christ in the spirit. For the time has come. The time is coming and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit. You serve him in spirit. You yeah. flow with him in spirit. You are not waiting for do's and don'ts. They are Noah. Spiritual life is higher than just do's and don'ts. Spiritual life is, is, is a reality. When whoever is born of God over Overcomes the world. Whoever is born of God sinneth not. Whoever is born of God uh, uh, keeps himself, and the wicked one touches him not. First John, First John, chapter chapter five, verse eighteen. Whoever is born of God keeps himself. Whoever is born of God does not sin. Yeah, that's why I said does not. Did you see that? Verse eighteen does not sin. Does not sin. Whoever has been born of God keeps himself. If you are born of God, there is something inside you. It's called the deoxyribonucleic acid of God. The DNA of God is inside you. When you are born of God, the DNA of God is inside you. And it makes you very uncomfortable when you are going to sin. It makes you, you just, you don't... You don't feel good around sin. In the past, you used to enjoy it, but now you don't feel good. It's the DNA of God. So whoever is born of God does not sin. Whoever is born of God keeps himself. Whoever is born of God practices righteousness. Chapter yeah. 2, verse 29. First John chapter 2, verse 29. You know, I feel like preaching. If you know... If you know that he is righteous, you know that you know everyone who practices righteousness uh, is born of God. So whoever is born of God practices <laughs> righteousness. Yeah. Sister, let me ask you a question. Are you born of God? <laughs> Good Brother, let me ask you a question. Are you born of God? Don't mind those who are, been, are here on Facebook or no, YouTube or no, Twitter and uh, on social media that you can, you, when you are born of God, you can never sin. Your spirit is perfect. You yeah, just go ahead. 
go ahead, misbehave, insult people, behave anyhow you want, commit fornication, walk in lust. It doesn't affect your spirit because that is not where God is judging you from. Your spirit is perfect. That is lie from the devil. That is pure satanic doctrine. It's demonic. It is demonic. He said, whoever is born of God practices. It's not your state of your spirit. This one is an activity. You practice righteousness. Practices righteousness. Practices. Can I ask you a question? Are you born of God? <laughs> you say, hallelujah, hallelujah. No, no. I know you've been speaking in tongues. That's what that one children can even try it. Listen. <laughs> Are you born of God? Who we know. Whoever is born of God practices righteousness. Practices righteousness. Practices righteousness. Pra King James, please. Give me the King James. You, you know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of God. You doeth it. You doeth it. That's how we know. So that boy who said, I'm also a Christian. Where do you attend? Uh, if you, I forgot the name of my church. Uh, then you mention a big church, a carriage church. Uh, mention, oh, I attend Redeem. Redeem has plenty everywhere. I am a Catholic. And that's even the worst one. Say, I am a, what, church you, what church do you attend? You say, I'm a Catholic. Is Catholic religion different from Christianity? It's different. It's just someone say, what church you are? say, I'm a Muslim. Ah, okay, I understand. What church do you attend? I'm a Hindu. Oh, okay. But you two are Christians. Say, what church do you attend? I'm a Catholic. Come on. <laughs> what church do you attend? I attend St. Anthony Parish. Wow. <laughs> I attend St. Anthony Parish. Tell us that and stop telling me you are. Yeah, that tells you that you are practicing some religious. Uh, anyway, so he you says that, oh, I also and I, I attend church. What church do you attend? Oh, it's, uh, it's over there, over there, over, over there. there over That's there. my church. But he says, he says, he attends church. He attends Caris. He attends Redeem. He attends Witness. He attends uh, Lighthouse, uh, First Love. He attends. Uh, um, you name it, there are a lot of good churches. He attend that church. But as you interact with him, you can tell that this one, this guy does not practice righteousness. <laughs> danger, danger, danger. <laughs> danger, danger. <laughs> he doesn't practice righteousness. He's an instrumentalist, but he's not born again. He's not I'm born of God. <laughs> he's in the choir, yet he's not born of God. <laughs> he's a deacon, but he's worse than a demon. <laughs> Whoever is born of God practices righteousness. Yeah. Practices righteousness. It's a conscious effort on your part. It's a conscious effort. It's a targeted behavior. You choose to behave in a way that is honorable or is consist consistent with the scriptures. Mm. It's consistent with the scriptures, not your feelings. Not your feelings. Get over that. Oh, I don't know why this thing keeps bothering me. I am keeping doing it. For, for two years, you've been born again. Every time, this same thing. Maybe that you are not practicing righteousness. Maybe it's a sign. You keep doing that till you die. You will burn in hell. <laughs> keep, keep doing that and say, I don't know. I'm struggling. I'm telling you, as I taught yesterday, it's not how some innocent temptation. It's, it's a whole military campaign of hell against your life. 
Fight it aggressively. Fight it crudely. Fight it anyway, by any means possible. Fight it. Fight it. Fight it. Some people they say, I need deliverance. You don't need deliverance. You need to be born again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to be born again. For the Bible says that for, because we are sons, Galatians chapter. I feel like preaching. Is that okay? Because, because we because we have sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our, our, our hearts. And this son, this spirit Christ, our father. So when we are calling God Father, we are, we are not faking it. The thing is coming from deep inside. We are not faking it. We are not faking when we say when we are shouting hallelujah, please. Don't think we are faking it. So you're also copying us. And so you have money to join our camp, but you have actually not changed. You haven't changed. You haven't repented. Wow. You haven't repented. You come on Zoom and you've been listening to what the pastor is saying. All you are doing is checking out girls and hey, going up and down, checking out boys and flipping through. You think I don't know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> the devil is a liar. Flipping through, and that's all like a security officer behind CCTV camera and just watching in China, just watching, just watching people. You are not hearing the message, you are not hearing the message. You, you, you. so whoever is born of God, <laughs> someone shout hallelujah! hallelujah. I, I didn't plan to talk about this, but I think we got to move on. We need it. We gotta move on. The church has been filled with unsanctified people. In other words, people who are not born again. And because of some kind of modern day consumerism preaching that we pastors have been given, it makes people genuine who are genuine about their sinful state. They are living in sin, but they thought, oh, but I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. They are going to hell. So sometimes the kind of church you attend. It, that in itself may be your biggest mistake in life. Yeah. Most times. Sometimes some people who are very arrogant, God, well, if God wants to punish them or doesn't want to bless them heavily, he will allow them to join a certain bad church. Hey. Yeah. Wow. They, they, won't teach, they won't teach them how to work with God. So when they die, they realize they have missed out. Oh, it's a punishment from God. <laughs> 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 Oh, hallelujah. Uh, Obviously, the way, the way I'm, some of the things I'm teaching, you must know that we are not here for customers. We are here to raise an army for Christ, 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 an army for Christ. And you are that army. I told you, today is your day. This, someone lift up your right hand and shout, this is my day. This is my day. Hallelujah. Amen. Is someone receiving something at all right? I've moved off, 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 off so much. I've gone into um, new creation realities. But coming back to what I started saying, that today is your day. It says, so when this woman in Luke chapter 13, they were saying that you can, you people, why are you coming? There are six days in which a man can work. Come for you to be healed in those days. Why are you coming on a, a Sabbath day? These Pharisees, they are very ruthless. Then Jesus said to them, the Lord answered and said, hypocrites, do not each of, of you on the Sabbath lose his ox 
or donkey from the stall and let it away to water it because after the sheep, they don't know Sabbath day. They have to eat. Other than that, they will starve. You kill them. So when it's Sabbath day, they will allow the sheep to go and drink water. Why do you allow the sheep to drink water on a Sabbath day? Even you think your sheep, you hypocrites, you think your sheep, your cattle, they are more important than the human beings. And you, you're trying to tell me they can't be healed? Now, the argument here, please bring, bring the text back here. I want to show you something. Look at verse 16. The argument here. So Jesus is trying to say, ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years, ought not this woman be loose from this bond on a Sabbath day? Now say Sabbath day. Sabbath day. Say Sabbath day. Sabbath day. Now, that statement or that word says, seems to suggest that it was publicly acceptable that some things were not supposed to be done on a Sabbath day. Things like what? What the Pharisees were talking about. So that day was not a quite a conducive day. But Jesus was trying to say, this woman's time is now. I can't wait for tomorrow. Uh, somebody didn't get it. You are talking on Sabbath day, but me, this woman needs to be loose. Why do I have to let her wait till tomorrow? Why? This is her day. Why are you telling me tomorrow? And haven't you realized you are the one I'm talking about? This is your day. This is, let me stand up. This is your day. <laughs> this is your day. Amen. Oh God, wait for tomorrow when your faith is ready. When your faith is ready, why tomorrow? I stand here in the authority of the word of God and I prophesy to you that your healing is now. Your breakthrough is now. Your miracle is now. Your laughter is now. Receive it. Receive it. Every sickness hiding anywhere in your body, I curse it and flash it out of your body when? Now. Man. I heard Bishop Oyedepo say this. It was a blessing to me. If a mother has a child, uh, somebody's child has been arrested and is in prison, and they ask the mother, when do you want your child to be out? <laughs> hey, your child goes to hospital, God forbid. Somebody's child goes to hospital, and the child is, is not well. It's almost like, almost like in coma. And the doctors ask the mother, when do you want your child to be well to, and come home. Do you think she'll say next week? Because I'm traveling to um, Dubai. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Dubai. So you let him stay in coma till I come. No mother will do that. Not even tomorrow. Not, not even the next two hours. The mother will say, no! If God is a father, who knows how to good, give good gifts to his son, his children? Why would he tell you go and come tomorrow? When he has said, don't say that to somebody, number one. And why would he tell you go and come tomorrow? When he knows that your time is now. I am prophesying to somebody, this is the day the Lord has made. This is your day. 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 I'm prophesying to you. This is your day. You are receiving 
your miracle now. You are receiving your breakthrough now. You are receiving your healing now. You are receiving your freedom now. You are receiving your liberty now. You are receiving your supernatural turn around now. You are receiving your testimony now. Your, your every harassment, every trial is being turned into a testimony. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed. <laughs>